<laughs> yeah. It's Midnight in the Bay podcast. Are you kidding me, guys? Oh. Yeah. Episode 256. And it's 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 that time of the week. It's Monday. And I got a special guest for you. And no, it's not my left or right testicle. No, no, no. Those were my guests a couple weeks ago. You guys remember that? That was awkward. No, I actually got a uh, human form. He's a comedian. A couple things have happened to him recently. He's also uh, had a crazy life. We're here to all talk about it. It's Ty Gamble. Give it up. Okay, there we go. There we go. I forgot. No one's listening this live. <laughs> um, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. Just chilling. Happy to be here. Midnight on the Bay. Yeah. I'm yeah, to link up and do this. I uh, I hate your hair. <laughs> this is you and this is you in ten years right here. Look at it. Look, see it's there. See. Oh yeah, I'm you're gone. gone. Oh yeah, you're gonna look like me. I'm falling back. Com- you're gonna be a comedy veteran. You're gonna be telling well, young cats to fall back. Yeah, all of it. Married, you know, miserable. All of it. Alcoholic. Yeah. You know, all I'm looking of it. for the full experience here in being a comedian. Oh, you got to. Why do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to dive in head first. Yeah. You know, and not even look if it's shallow or not. Just dive. Yeah, just dive in. Follow, follow, follow the way to speak. If you hit your head, then it just makes you stronger. Yep. You know, where are you in a classroom? No, uh, it's, uh, I'm in my living room. Damn, you got... Damn, the traveler. It looks like you're in a museum or something. This is the traveler. Yeah. <laughs> the weary Damn. traveler. Classy. Yes, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Damn, what are you in a like a uh, high rise or no, it's like a little garage studio in Richmond. Uh this this part of it, this is this is uh this is like the, the king's cabinet right here. Uh the kitchen is literally like so I mean can I pick it up and just show it around? No, don't, don't, because okay. right now you look so fucking dope. This <laughs> section, once you show everything, the reality breaks, bro. You don't oh, want to yeah. show it. No, you're living it. I like this right here. This is perfect. But no, yeah. you're supposed to live in a studio at this time of your life. You know what I mean? I, at your age, I was renting a room with roommates I hated. Yeah. Yeah, I did, I did, I did that. You know, now, now I found a nice woman and I'm on my way to settling down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get the woman. You got to sell down. Now you can get the man too. Nothing wrong with that. You can get a man. I know. I know. I'd, I'd be in the high rise if I was with the man that wanted me. Oh my god, with that hair! Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He puts you in a dress and some pearls. So yeah, you'd be getting five k a week. Easy. Easy. I have, I have a Louis Vuitton fanny pack right here. Does your girlfriend give you any money? No. Oh, I love when a woman gives me money. It makes me feel like a gigolo. <laughs> My wife gives me lunch money. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you've been doing gigs. Saw you uh, Epidemic Gales Saturday. Oh, yeah. That was, a, that was fun. That was a cool little room, huh? Yeah, it was solid. Yeah, it was weird because outside you couldn't really tell, but then once you got in, you could actually like hear the people laugh. But outside, you're like, "Oh my god, everyone's bombing! This is gonna yeah. suck," you know. And then once you got in, you're like, "Oh shit, people want to laugh." 
and you set me up good. You know, you did your quick, quick little set, which is sometimes nice because you could just hit them real hard, real quick. And you look yep. like even better of a comedian. When I do a three minute set, I look like George Carlin. They're like, oh my God, this guy is <laughs> crazy, you know? I think I'll take a hot five any day over a fucking soft 15. Yeah, you know, well, my, you know what? My big thing right now, I just went over uh, a segment of my uh, set and it's just like, I got to let it, I want it flowed a little better, less little awkward points, you know what I mean? And a lot of bookers are like, they want your shit to be perfect and oh my god he kind of messed up here they don't like that shit you know what i mean so it's bullshit but it's what you got to do yeah i have a i have a horrible time fucking getting booked right now um i get booked like maybe once or twice a month if i'm lucky yeah yeah and most of the like i didn't even get booked for that i just got i just got like the lucky guesty right um, it up with the headliner, the, the star, he fucking killed it. Well, you know, there's a lot of people actually hurting for gigs. I kind of got lucky because I booked some of these October gigs a while ago, but you just got to hit people up. You got to have the clip and hopefully they're not too stingy about how long it is or how great it is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> some bookers don't care and they give you a chance, which I get, but I also get bookers that don't maybe book someone because they want the show to be really good. I don't know, but you find where you can. I do a lot of shitty shows because that's kind of the level I'm at. outdoors by the road, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll do, I'll do anything. I'll perform yeah. in front of like the last show that I got booked for was, uh, for like seven people. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was probably, are you not doing, you're doing copper spoons still, right? Um, I mean, I, I go to Copper Spoon uh, all the time, but like, unless I like host it, I won't see any yeah. like, right, right. List I, yeah, I've done a, I've done a show there where it was like a couple of people and they hated me because I, you know what, there was ways to do smaller rooms. You know what I mean? Because I've, I've done even like Copper Spoon where it's a small room and you're not like talking with people. You're just like doing your sets and you're not even really looking at people. You're just kind of like nervous because it's awkward because it's only five people. Mm -hmm. That will blow it. I mean, and that's been my whole thing too is like I've been trying to play it more cool and like relaxed when I'm on stage. Even if it's not everything I'm trying to say goes as planned. It's, I think it's better to be relaxed and chill and act like you don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you go already. You go up there like you got your dick out. Like, yeah, what a bitch. You know, which is good. You know, you're supposed to have that confidence. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's it's it's. I mean, I don't want to say it's like a false confidence, but like, like I have like a lot of like nervous things that I go through. Like, I have to piss before I get on stage every time. Yeah, so, wait, wait until you're bald and fat. You'll be shitting before you go on. Yeah, I'm. I, I, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I get I get super nervous and like I'll I'll start sweating and like I can't like talk to people or be conversational. Like you know, right, right. Um, yeah, I think that's just how it goes. Even the more you do it, it kind of stays the same. I've been not nervous, which is not good. That could be not good. Because then you're going up there and you don't really give a fuck what's going on, you know? I think it's good to be nervous. 
yeah, I've, I've definitely had like the shows where I've been drunk enough to not give a fuck. And sometimes they're amazing. And sometimes the majority of the time you just get up there and it's, and it's, you know, it's horrible. Yeah. That's, that's every one of my sets. <laughs> oh, I can have a couple of drinks before I, yeah, yeah, I just, I'm slurring and I'm saying slurs and yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's better to have like, you know, nothing really. That's really the, the thing to do it, but it's tough. You get nervous. You're like, I need something to calm me down. But, um, I hit you up to do the, or you hit me up a while ago to do the podcast. Hey, I got some crazy stories, you know? Yeah. And then a story just fell out of the sky. Unfortunately, you were involved in it. What happened? Tell them what happened. Tell them what happened. Uh, so a I was long the- version. Don't give me the Brendan Schaub, Chris D'Elia. We don't care. <laughs> Patreon. One, you know. Um, so I, I'm the I'm the the famous band that got stabbed at the Chris D'Elia show, and uh, that's that's sort of like what it's what it's turned into. I'm now I'm now famous for the stabbing. Um, God, Which, by the way, b- before you jump in, what if you start getting booked because you're the guy that got stabbed? I mean, you um, should probably play into that a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not a good enough writer to like turn the story into something like funny yet. I have a, I have one little like funny bit, but it's just sort of like super crude humor. Um, well, I, you know what I say, don't wait to get the writing down. Just start working it out, like open mics and stuff. You know what I mean? Cause the jokes are, will come the more yeah, you yeah. tell it. You know what I mean? Have you ever told a story and it gets better and better? You know, yeah. times, you know what I mean? That's the same yeah, thing. Start remembering uh, more details about it and everything. Yeah, where the laughter comes in. But so um, you got you got stabbed outside of a out of a show that's supposed to make you laugh. You know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I was at the I was at the Chris D'Elia show and uh, I was getting shit faced. To be honest, uh, I didn't even like finish watching the show. What were you drinking? Uh, shots of Jameson and uh, IPAs. Are you Irish? No. That's oh, just that's hard. That's, that's sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got like so shit faced that I ended up like leaving and not realizing he was like about to finish. And like I came back inside and like the whole like fucking place was like erupting. And I was like, oh, I fucking missed the end of the show. <laughs> he missed and, the whole uh, show. You didn't even see Crystal yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm like, that's how it felt. I was like, fuck, I don't, I don't even know how long I've been outside for, like smoking and chilling. Uh, and by myself too, I was just like in this weird ass alleyway uh, at the Paramount, and uh, yeah, fucking looking for trouble. Hanging <laughs> <laughs> on the alleyway in Oakland. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, funny enough, not where I got stabbed. Um, but yeah, so we went to went to leave the show, and it was like eleven o'clock or something. You know, we were all hanging out. We wanted to get drunk. We wanted to party more. We wanted to have a good time. And uh, we were walking across the street. When this fucking car pulls up and uh, it didn't have their headlights on. And so I'm like looking and dude's looking at me and I'm like, hey, dude, you like you don't have your fucking headlights on. And uh, he starts fucking he starts yelling at me. Right. And so I'm like intoxicated. So I kind of walk up to the window and I was like, bro, what are you yelling at me for? Like your headlights aren't on. And dude was like, hey, it's fucking COVID. Get the fuck away from my car. And I was like, dude, what? <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you that your headlights are. 
And he's like, I don't give a fuck about my headlights. And so he blasts through the fucking intersection, hits me with his car coming through the fucking uh, sidewalk or crosswalk, pops his mirror off his car on my hip. I roll down the side of his car. Everybody around is freaking out. They're like, I'll be your witness. I'll be your witness. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking fine. I'm trying to just go to a bar. Like, I'm good. This isn't a thing. Yeah. And uh, we start walking down the block and fucking next thing we know, he's like jumping out of his car. He pulls up next to us, jumps out the car. Fucking, he runs up. He's like, hey, you knocked my mirror off my car. I was like, dude, you hit me with your fucking car. And he pulls out a knife. And then fucking somebody who was like washing the whole thing was like, oh, shit, he's got a knife. And uh, he fucking pulls out this knife. And uh, he uh, he starts trying to like rob me for the money in my pockets. He asks for my ID, wants to take my ID with him to like make sure that I pay him for his mirror. And uh, Weird. yeah, it was fucking I, like he was like, give me all your money and your ID. You're going to pay for my call. I was like, that's, that's bold, dude. I'm not, I'm not giving you shit. Yeah. And he kind of ran up on me. And when he ran up on me, I just like, I tripped him. So I put my, I put one foot behind his leg and I just pushed his upper body and he fell down on his ass and he hopped up and he ran and he got his car and he drove off down the street. And I was like, cool, solid, done. Right. Everybody's like, did he stab you? Did he stab you? I was like, no, I'm fucking fine. Like, let's go to the fucking bar and get drunk. So we started walking. We're about two maybe a half a block more down and uh, I go to light up a cigarette. My girl comes running over to me. She's like, Oh babe, can I get a lighter? She fucking goes to take the lighter from me. She looks down. She sees the blood dripping onto my air forces. She's like, babe, you're fucking bleeding. I was like, what? She was like, babe, you have blood all over your shoe. So she rips open my fucking button up. I'm fucking leaking. I got this whole fucking like two foot blood stain fucking uh, like coming out, out of my chest. I'm like, holy shit, I guess he, I guess he cut me. Yeah. Did the Air Force is stained? Yeah, they're, they're like, they're, they still, uh, well, no, I scrubbed the blood off of them, but they're still okay. yellow on the laces. Yeah. I have the shirt. I want to see it, though. Yeah, grab the shirt. Yeah, I, I kept the white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> He's got a, <laughs> you got a souvenir. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, hey, you get stabbed in Oakland. They give you a souvenir. You know what I'm, saying? I'm about to redo oh, it as my uh, as my merch shirt. Oh, that would be cool. And when you get a put on it, uh, fucking aim high. <laughs> I aim higher, loser. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So the guy stabbed you. Didn't hit your heart or liver, right, or lung? Uh, no, it's two. So the the wound is two inches below my heart and an inch from my lung. Jesus. Yeah. And uh yeah, so we fucking we go to leave, right? We're like, fuck, like we can't go to a bar now. Like you're fucking bleeding from this chest wound. Right, yeah, they won't let you in. Damn. What should we so, do now? Yeah. <laughs> Night's ruined, right? Um, so we're walking back up to the car. My adrenaline is on full fucking tilt. Yeah. I'm like I went from being like a seven to being a 12 and a half. I'm fucking shit face wasted. Uh, and I start recording Instagram live videos, talking shit about how I just got stabbed at the Paramount parking lot. Yeah. People that saw the interaction are in the parking lot with me as I'm talking about it. Yeah. I start tagging, I start tagging Chris D'Elia in all the videos that I'm making. Oh my God. And then, uh, oh, no, another accuser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we fucking, everybody's like, do you want to go to the hospital? I'm like, no, like I'm not even like bleeding anymore. It's fine. You know, 
We yeah. get in the car. We uh, we're going back to my boy's house in Wanna Creek because you know, like, we wanted to kick it more. We wanted to have a good time, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not bleeding anymore." Like, it's kind of stopped. And uh, we go to his house and we start drinking more, and uh, we get into the bathroom and we're trying to like clean it up a little bit. I start laughing because everybody's like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, you got stabbed, and my fucking my wound just starts squirting like a like a movie all over his bathroom, all over. Oh the- my god! Call your mom. <laughs> I didn't uh, actually. Uh, we called my mom in the morning. <laughs> kind of snitched myself out on that one. Um, spraying your your friend in the face with your blood. Yeah, spraying my spraying my friend in the face all over his bathroom, all over his mirror, and uh, we threw like six band aids on it, called it a night, and uh, proceeded to like take some psychedelics and uh, drink and do some stargazing. Oh. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, I woke up around like eight o'clock in the morning. We caught an Uber back to the house, and then uh, yeah, that's when the hospital trip started, and that was fucking a whole thing because I was still kind of high on the psychedelics, and uh, apparently I was way more closer to dying than I thought I was, and like my blood pressure was like fucking shot, and uh, the hospital that I went to didn't have like the trauma team to deal with it, so I had to get fucking escorted by fucking police and fucking in an ambulance with a fire chief on my ass. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I ended up at Highland Hospital as a level one trauma victim and shit. Uh, and you're just chilling there smoking a cigarette like, come on, speed it up. What's going on? Yeah, exactly. Level trauma. You got band-aids. You're fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you didn't even know need stitches. Oh, well, they, they left it open because uh, they didn't want it to get infected from the inside out. Oh, oh I got you. So with a knife wound, if they close it, you can get an infection in the beginning of the wound and you won't know that your infection is like bad until you get like this, you know, big ass yellow baseball sized marking. And that would have been like all infected pus and whatnot. So they leave it open so that any of that shit can drip out and you can take yourself back to the doctors. Yeah. Well, now you got another little hole for your girlfriend to play with, you know? Exactly. You're killing it. honestly, Honestly, it's sort of like a little like coin slot. And you know what the messed up part? You go to the hospital because it's the right thing to do, and they're freaking out. Oh my god, you gotta take, uh, you know, escort ambulance, and they do all this level one. You gotta be in this bed, and then you get the bill later. And you're like, Jesus, did I really need to do all that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. If if you're not if you're not dying in the first ten minutes of getting stabbed, like don't go to the hospital. You'll be all right. Right. That should be. That should be said out there. You should go to yeah. schools and tell kids that. Yeah, exactly. Because there's, there's, there's no way. I'm, I'm looking at like a forty thousand dollar bill right now. Oh yeah, but what were you telling me? You're gonna get like a grant maybe to pay for it. Oh yeah. So like my, with my, uh, with my uh, low level of income as a comedian and a chef, I like qualify for a state grant. So they're, 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 uh, they're covering fifty percent, and then uh, I'm. Uh, I'm a part of what's called a, a VOC, a victim of a crime. Right. And I'm filling out paperwork with uh, this company called Youth Alive in Oakland. And uh, they'll be covering the other 50%. Damn. So there is money if you get stabbed. Yeah. You just don't get it. Get it. Yeah. That kind of sucks. That kind of sucks. Because when you want to get it. Yeah. I'd rather just not pay my medical bills, fuck my credit off and have 40 grand. 
<laughs> you should have that option. <laughs> you really should. It's your life. It's your trauma. Yeah. You should be able to do whatever you want with your trauma, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck, I almost didn't die at all. So give me 40 grand. Right. Donald Trump, 2024. <laughs> 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 <my> 40. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's a crazy story. Is that the craziest thing that's ever happened to you? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like the craziest thing that ever happened to me, like it's not the craziest shit that I've ever like seen. What's the craziest I've, thing you've ever seen? Um, I was with a group of friends and uh, we were walking uh, home one night in Richmond. And uh, one of the people that I was with saw somebody that they had problems with and fucking decided to step into the middle of the street and shoot at a car. That was probably the wildest shit I'd ever like, seen, seen. Because it was like a movie. Like, we were all walking, we're like smoking weed, drinking some beers, fucking walking from one bar to another. And just all of a sudden, he was just like, yep, that's him. And just stepped into the middle of the street and just opened fire, like right there. And then we all fucking ran in separate directions. Jesus. That's probably like the craziest thing. That's probably the craziest thing that I've ever seen that I didn't have like anything a part of. Um, And he didn't even ask you, Hey man, do you mind? Like, yeah, no. If I shoot at this guy. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no question about it. We didn't even know he had it on him. Like, yeah. And I didn't know him that well. He's like a friend of a friend of a friend. Like, you know, Oh, those guys always fuck shit up. A friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Oh my God. He was out with his cousin. And it was his friend's friend. So we went from like going, I was like supposed to be the three of us. Then his cousin called somebody, then they called somebody. So they're like four connections back from me. We ended up nine, nine people, you know, deep and fucking. Yeah. Just. Yeah. You know, every movie I've seen where there's like a bad heist, it's always like the new guy and he really works with the bad guys. You know what I mean? You can never (laughs) trust the new guy or people you really don't know. I mean, it's, it's true. You know, that's why I only roll deep with my grandma. Yeah. Bitch. I trust only bitch. I trust, you know, understandable. She She stays strapped, you know, that's really, yeah, you have to lose in San Andrew. Get off my lawn. Yeah. You know, I can't say it anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. She's, Oh yeah. There you go. She's old school. You know, yeah. Yep. Damn, shooting at a car. I've been shot at, you know, but I was TPing someone's house and the guy no, shot no. the gun up in the air. I was like, oh, my, okay, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I use I use a TP for something else after that. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Oh my god. And you're on uh not to throw your info out there, but we are doing an interview of uh the one and only Ty Gamble. You are on probation. I am I asked you if you wanted to smoke weed. Yes, grandma, smoke weed. I'm sorry. And you said, no, dog, I'm, I'm on probation, but, you know, I'll shoot heroin with you. And I remember I ran out, so we couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, I was going to go up in like seven minutes, so it didn't really make sense, but the, the burn was itching, so. Right. Remember, we just put the needles in our arms and we just shot air. Oh, yeah. that's hard. It didn't happen. 
That was crazy. Air, it's, air is a crazy high, and people underestimate that. But uh, you're on probation because you... Uh, Felony weapons charge? Oh, I thought you were going to say murdered someone. No, no. That'd be on parole. That would have been cooler. <laughs> <laughs> weapons charge? What kind of weapon was it? Uh, it was the second time I'd been caught with a, with a concealed handgun. Oh, I thought you were going to pull it out of the couch right now, this one. <laughs> no, no more guns. Um, damn. What, it's kind of badass to have a gun on you. Doesn't that feel kind of cool, you know? Um, I mean, I guess I never really felt cool about it. It was just always because, like, I grew up somewhere where fucking when you're out with a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend and you decide oh. to start shooting at somebody, you never know when you're going to be like the other guy when that friend of a friend of a friend sees somebody. Yeah, so, that's very true. And you got to whip out. I'm, now, please tell me the kind of gun it was. Was it that one? Remember, have you ever seen the Western movies where the prostitutes, they have that little gun? Oh, yeah. It's a prostitute gun. <laughs> was it that kind of gun? No, no, <laughs> no. It wasn't. A, uh, uh, what, are the, what are those? Uh, they call him a Dillinger. Oh, John. Yeah, because that's what uh, that's what Dillinger was executed with uh, leaving the uh, leaving the theater that night. The little like, gun? Yeah, it's a little twenty-five caliber. That's what killed him. Oh, that's embarrassing. John Dillinger? Yeah. That's embarrassing. A little gun kills yeah. you. Ugh. Yeah. God, yeah, kill me with a shotgun. Getting shot with a shotgun's badass. Poof. Oh. oh yeah, I love that. Well, I didn't like that. It should have been a white guy that got shot, all right? But it was cool. You know, that was a great movie. But uh have you ever thought about being in the, the reboot? Did you hear that? They're going to do Boys in the Hood 2. It's going to be all white guys. It's going to be filmed in Pleasanton. <laughs> filmed all in Pleasanton. was violence, though. I guess I could be like an extra. <laughs> um, I, could, I could be the guy that shoots the white guy. So you're carrying around a gun. You hang out with criminals. You hang out with these hood, hoodlums. Yeah. Um. Was this like, did you have to go to jail for this? Yeah, I was in jail. Uh, I was in jail from November 27th to January 1st of this year. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I've only, I've only been out of jail for fucking like 10 months. Just for having a gun? Yeah. Wow, that's kind of whack. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that long. It was 14 or uh, like four and a half weeks or something like that. They're like, uh, we give this guy a ticket, but I don't think you pay it. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, wow, they send you there. And what was that like? Uh, jail was cool, man, to be honest. I thrive in jail, to be honest. Um, I really? Read, yeah, I read more in jail. I fucking exercise more in jail. Uh, yeah, it's kind of better because you don't have the TV or the PlayStation as a distraction. You know what I mean? I mean, I live a much healthier lifestyle, despite the fact that I'm in a little TDS box. Like, you know that is something weird. That is something weird. Yeah, it's not, like it's not good. It's person. not good. It's honestly not good, dude. It's not. Yeah. It's not. But I like. I quickly get institutionalized, and it's you know. I think that was the third or fourth time that I did like an extended period in jail. Like you know, like two weeks here and there. Um, you almost sold me on it though. When you're talking about the reading and how much better you're getting, you almost sold me on it. But again, no, I think it's boring, huh? I mean, it's boring, but like it, it is, it is better. Like I've, I fucking don't read at all. 
when I'm not in jail. Like I, I just bought like Steve Martin's uh, Born Standing Up. Yeah, I bought that shit like six weeks ago. I'm on page thirty six. <laughs> I've read that book three times already. Oh yeah, you would have had it highlighted. You would have been doing the routine by heart. Oh, yeah. The whole yeah. time I'm doing fucking push-ups. And- Why can't we transfer that to here? You know, I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure what it is that's wrong with me that like makes me un- incapable of doing that when I'm outside. I mean, maybe it's because like I can just walk outside, just have a cigarette. Or like, no, you know, do anything other than just be in this room. Um, I don't know. So I, I, I don't know to like not be down on myself. I guess it's like some sort of like gladiator mentality. Like put me in a small little cell and all I'm going to do is get hella big and fucking rumble. Yeah. I mean, shit, I might commit a crime. I need to get discipline. I need to get in shape. I need to eat healthier. I'm, I'm sick of the TV. You know what I mean? I need to. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, you get TV time, you get pod time and shit. You get to chill for like two and a half hours a day, basically. Um, Can your girl still visit you and, you know? Um, you have to be married, and I think you have to be in like prison, prison. And I'm not sure. And I think it has to be federal. And they might have outlawed it, but I'm not, I'm not honestly sure. Oh, you were, you were chilling in Santa Rita. I was in, I was in Rita. A few years ago, I when I was just walked up over here. I was in Marin. Oh, what's nicer? Uh, Rita, to be honest. Really? the The food is better in Marin. But, oh yeah, I bet. Uh, but Marin had us on fucking. Uh, and you can't do this at Rita because the gel's not set up for it. But we were basically like, if they could have you in a one man cell, like you'd be in a one man cell. Or you'd have like one cellmate, but like basically I was on solitary confinement in a completely closed off box, like by myself, which I mean, it's kind of cool because I got my own toilet and I have my own bed and I have my own space. That's what I'm but, saying. But like, fuck being in a box for by yourself for 21 hours a day, dude. Eating by yourself. The only time you get to leave your pod is for like an hour and 15 minutes that you get out for pod time twice a day. One at eight, one at seven. Like one at eight, one at seven p.m. And then other you're, than that, you're, you're big and to smell someone's fart. You're like, come yeah, on. I, mean, I would rather smell someone's fart than spend 22 hours by myself a day. Right. Yeah. That does sound, I could do that for like one day, but then after that, I'd be like, this is, you know what I mean? Yeah. So how'd you get through it? How'd you get through it without going crazy? Uh, push-ups and reading. Yeah. And then, and also like, I like learned how to make a hacky sack. Um, I like so basically I need to lock myself in a room. Yeah. With books. Yep. And then just have somebody slide you like a hungry man frozen dinner (sighs) once a day. How do you know I like those? I love those. Everybody loves those. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, Rita was much better because it was uh they have a, a, a block system, so there's one big ass pod. There's four blocks on the top, four blocks on the bottom, and uh, there's like forty people in a block. And so, like that shit was sort of like going to summer camp. Like you're just in like this big ass uh, cell block, and you had three toilets and a shower all the way to the left, and then it was just forty dudes. And uh, yeah, we were just kind of chilling, gambling, shooting the shit, staying up all night, fucking having a lot. 
Is there a privacy when you gotta take a shit? Yeah, like you know, like there's like rules and shit to to go into the bathroom. So you, you know, you uh, you know, like there's there's a lot of rules. There's three sinks. There's three toilets. So first sink is for dishes closest to the shower. Second uh, sink is for fucking like brushing your teeth and like some facial health care shit. And then the third sink is for like washing your hands after you shit. The toilets are two for pissing, one for shitting. And the shower, if you have people that have been in there long enough and you don't get your cell ransacked by correctional officers, you can usually string up a curtain and get some privacy in the shower. And uh, yeah, I mean, hit the button as many times as you want. The water's going to stay hot. Like, damn, literally the whole time. So, and nice. hot water. yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck the taxpayers' dollars. Hot showers. Yeah. For- yeah, shit. I got to wait for mine to heat up hell long. Oh, no. This is instantaneous. That shit is like hot within 30 seconds because, you know, I don't, I don't I don't know. Every I guess every cell block has their has their own water heater. That's the only way I could see it working unless they got some big ass water heater somewhere. I don't know about. But you don't get to see too much when you're in jail. A couple hallways and then a yard. And they, need, they need a jail like that. But for comedians and it's oh. not, and it's not really a jail it's like a place you're kind of stuck you can't leave so but you signed up for it it's like a month long the same deal you know you gotta sneak a curtain in you know pretty and, sure they call that rehab yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 well that's that was my jail yeah. so yeah, that's where I went, but uh, which was kind of like jail, you know, bunking with guys, sharing a bathroom. I remember I tried uh, jerking it, you know, on the bunk in the bunk bed, like on the bottom, and it shaking, and the guy going, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, writing a note to my mom." <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. So it was uncomfortable, you know, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, even in a, even in a one man cell, like I couldn't do it. Have you ever been homeless? Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that. I tried the homeless thing for a day, and I was like, eh, "Sign me up for rehab. This is horrible." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I lost. Me and my brother were staying in a house in Richmond, and we lost that. And I moved up to Vallejo with my cousin, and. Uh, his landlord didn't like that. I was like crashing on the couch. And so he kicked me out in the middle of the night. And then that's when I started, uh, sleeping in my car at the parking lot, uh, by copper spoon. And then I started staying in copper spoon and sleeping on the couches in there. And like the blue couch, that's the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I I used to sleep on that. Oh shit. Yeah. Comfortable. No, (laughs) And then, yeah. like, yeah, and then the bartenders would like take me home and like let me shower and like feed me fucking food that wasn't like bought from fucking True Burger or Club and Hook for Seven Eleven. Damn, that's like uh, the start of a comedy legend right there. Where'd you start? Oh, I was sleeping in the parking lot of this place. You're you're on your way, dude. You are on your way. Look at I you now. Looking for the whole experience here. You're in a huge studio apartment. You got your chick cooking for you. Yeah, I could hear her do something over there. You, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You're living it. You're living it. 
I've come a long way since then. And now you don't want to go back to Copper Spoon too much because you're like, come on. It's like it's like your parents there. Are you doing all right, Ty? What are you doing? Come on. It's like, come on, shut up, mom. Uh, no, they 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 love me. They all they all still look out for me there. Yeah. Big time they do. I just want to fucking I mean it's great. Like honestly, that's that's probably one of the top fucking rooms in the East Bay. Right. No, it's a fun little room to do comedy. Um Actually, really, the, the main reason why I wanted you on the podcast is I'm thinking about doing a, a bank robbery. Oh, okay. I didn't, know, I didn't know if you could hook it up with anything. If you know anyone. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm well, called, well qualified for that. Okay. Yeah. These are jokes, folks. These are jokes. Jesus. We're testing you. We're testing you. I, I, I felt the tension. It's not even live, but I felt the tension. <laughs> I felt that. I was like being in a movie. Cut. Jeez, no, I can never do. You know, my little crimes back in the day it was like stealing shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, was, like, I never did. I never did any huge robberies or anything, but uh, I did rip off a couple of drug dealers that had guns. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I remember when I first started doing comedy in Oakland, I was actually nervous. I was going to run into the guy. Damn. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like the odds of him still being around are probably slim. This was like ten years ago, you know. Yeah. But uh, I've done little petty crimes like that. One time I was gonna rob a guy and spray uh, like W nine in his face. Uh-huh. I was gonna sell him like fake pills and then take his money and stuff. And I like I got too nervous to do it. And then he saw the can and he's like, "Those aren't even real pills." Are you gonna spray me in the face with W nine? I was like, uh, I gotta go. You know, I'm no, worth no. bad. I'm a bad criminal. Horrible. I mean, I've you- sold. Yeah, I've sold fucking uh, sea salt to a fucking dopey. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you take like big, like you can, you find them at like Ross. Actually, Ross's like shitty cheap sea salt crystals that they have. They're like yeah. gigantic. They're like in those bins by the checkout. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those with a hammer looks yeah. pretty close to crack. Oh, like if somebody's seen it, they can't really tell the difference, and it's like a quick. Uh, you know, actually, that's super helpful because I was gonna do an OnlyFans, but I thought that like that was kind of weird. So, but that sounds better. You know what I mean? Oh, you should. No, you should definitely try the OnlyFans route. Well, I'm just saying that smashing fake sea salt and making it crack sounds kind of cool. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I, I guess it's, I guess it's slightly more respectable, but like, I'm, I'm about to start doing like footboard for real, for real. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Foot or like hands. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I don't want to do hands. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, no, I couldn't do hands. But like if, if somebody paid me to like squish bananas with my feet, like I would do that in some videos. The only thing I would do with my hands is like do hand puppet stuff like behind, like do shadow puppets and, okay. do, and do weird, you know what I mean? Cause I, I got to draw a line somewhere, you know? Yeah. I, I draw the, I draw the line with the hands, but I'll, I'll, I'll squish a banana with my toes. If you want to give me a thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. Right. And don't send me any pictures of how much you like it. You know what I mean? Let's keep this. professional. Yeah. This is a one way street here. Right. What you do with this material is on you. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That might, that's not a bad. I don't have good feet. Do you? Oh, I have like these gigantic fucking 
pterodactyl talons. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just figured like I would shave the hair off of them and then find like some gigantic, like fucking, you know, big bodybuilding, like Dutch broad. Oh, like, hi, I'm Helga, like we'll squish bananas for money and just like have pictures of my feet and just wait for somebody to like, you know, like get like my nails pedicured and shit, paint my toenails and that you know, just work. fish scenario. You got the hair for it. Yeah. Like, you know, I would, I would use probably a fake profile picture. Oh yeah, you could, you could probably hire a, a woman to do the top part and then you just show your feet. Yeah. But she's got to have a big building. I got big feet. We'd have to find a, a big broad. She'd have to be big, big. I'll get on it. I'll right. get on it. But you got to give me a little cut. That's fine. So You find a woman that's wearing a size 17 heel and we're out there. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did you hear that? Did you just fart? Yeah. <laughs> did, you it, did you hear it at all or not? Yeah, I did. Okay. It kind of sounded like a... It was Queef? pathetic. It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very like, you push too much air in me. That kind of fart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, did you have fun? On the podcast? Yeah. I don't know what to talk about. Um, I don't know. Uh, you got any comedy dates coming up? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm honestly not booked for fucking anything. I don't have I don't have anything big coming up. I don't have any shows. Like, but but you have clips on your Instagram. Yeah, I do. What's your Instagram? It's uh, Ty Gamble forty five. Go see Ty Gamble forty five. Go there. Check out his clips. Go check him out. Follow this guy. Give him an opportunity. He's a young, hungry comedian. Come on, guy. Yeah, I just, gave, I just sent out the bat signal there. Yeah, it's all good. I appreciate it. Yeah, so I'm trying to get, I'm trying to do every opportunity that I can just to get like exposure and publicity and like get into the comedy scene because I'm so young and there's so many people like I'm just trying to expand out as far as I can. Yeah, you just got to keep hitting it. I tell myself the same thing. I got to make my face seen because people will forget about you because someone, it's so cracking with comedians. There's so many, it's so competitive. You know what I mean? And people do forget about you. It's not, and then you think, oh, they don't think I'm funny or I'm not funny. It's like, no, they forget because there's so many people hitting them up. Or they're seeing yeah. so many people or they're so busy or they're in their heads. It's like, you know what I mean? So you always get to be reminding people, you know, who you are. Yeah, I, I got to do that, too, because like I, I found out just recently and you did it, too, to me the other day. You're like, oh, are you still working at Copper Spoon? Right. And I feel like there's a lot of people that think that I'm still like the chef there and I'm just doing comedy at Copper Spoon and like, right. you know, yeah, well, that's good. You're branching out. Now, like I said, you did well at epidemic. And one thing I fail at, I know you don't do it. And I know Brian doesn't do it. Well, maybe Brian does it is, you know, if people come by and say good set, blast your, social media, you know, give them a business card. This is something I fail at. And it's just like, bro, you did so well. These people liked it. Take advantage of that. So you can grow your, whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I, I've, yeah. I've, been I've been blowing that dude. Yeah. Jorge, uh, Jorge Sanchez, that man is a, is a hound when it comes to catching people after the show. Like that's a, that's a big thing. He, he, he talked to me about doing that. 
And I just, I just can't like, I, I don't know. I can't find myself like to, I can't I know, like, it's awkward. It's awkward after shows and they're walking by and yeah. And yeah. I just, I just want to like, you enjoyed it. Like if you really enjoyed it, like, you know, fucking everybody has an Instagram. So if you really enjoyed me and yeah. you want to follow me, like you'll come follow me. Like, I don't want to like go around, like trying to like, you know, put all this extra pressure I, on people. And I get that. But I also do believe like people forget her name once we've been up, you know, other comedians go, Oh, what was that guy? He was so great. What was his name? And then you lost that fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some, um, someone was telling me there's this new style of business card that I think it's just your phone or it's an actual card. Oh and yeah. Yeah. And all you do is touch someone's phone and they have everything. Yep. It's a tap. It's a, the tap cards. Yeah. See, that's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to tap your phone lady and then follow me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but dude, I see good things in the future for you and I appreciate you coming on. I think that's a good start. We'll have you back on. Go file, follow uh, Ty Gamble at TyGamble45 on Instagram. All right. All right, dude. Hey, stay black, my friend. <laughs> right on, Bubba Beasy. <laughs> All right, later. That's been the show. That was Ty Rowland Guy. You can follow me on Instagram, underscore Alex Woody Comedy. Uh, I got shows coming up. The Golden Squirrel tomorrow in Berkeley, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, I forget. You got to go. Underscore Alex Woody Comedy. That's it. That's the show. Oh. And our sponsor real quick. I got to see this real quick. Go to silvertongueaudio.org. My podcast is on there. All downloads right there for free. And then I got Days and Disturbed and NPC Podcast, non-player character podcast. Go check them all out at silvertongueaudio.org. Thank you. All right, Ty. Adios. Later. Silvertongue Audio.